another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Michael. And I'm Molly. And I'm so excited. We have here today with us one of, you know what, she is one of the only people that I can say watches potentially more reality TV than we do. (laughs) This is Kenzie Kaplan Guy. Kenzie, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited <laughs> and what an honor. I do watch a lot of reality TV. <laughs> some would say. <laughs> and that is exactly why we wanted to have you here today, especially because we are going to be talking about the Challenge USA season two, which premieres on August 10th. And we're just going to be doing a cast breakdown, a little preview for the season, give our predictions, our thoughts on each uh, cast member for the new season. So excited to talk about that. But before we get to it, we got some news to cover from the past really two weeks because we did not do a new segment last week. So we have a little more than usual on that, Um, starting with Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules is joining season 32 of Dancing with the Stars officially. This has been rumored for a while, but it's now official. What are y'all's thoughts? Excited to see her. Think she's going to do well. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited to see this season. I feel like it's going to bring a lot of viewers as well to the show. Because I watched Dancing with the Stars historically, but I feel like not everyone who's a fan of Ariana has. So I think that's going to be good for the show overall. And I think she's going to make it far. So that's going to be great as well to just see her and just um, see her thrive, continue to thrive. I feel like she's just doing great. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I feel like Dancing with the Stars has really hit a lull, like going back to Disney Channel Plus and being off of cable and honestly having two D'Amelios on last season it's just like okay where are the actual stars that we want to see and so I think it's a good shakeup for the cast and especially after Mr. Goodman's passing I feel like that's something we just need something to revive the show a little bit I know it's gonna be really sad without Len but um I'm glad that he was on up until you know the last season of his passing I'm glad we got him as for as long as we possibly could I couldn't uh, imagine anything else for him. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think Ariana's going to do great. I mean, people forget that her our first introduction to her was actually Ashina's backup dancer in season one. <laughs> so she has some some dance experience, at least a little bit. I'm not sure how much fully, but I, yeah, I'm excited for her. I think she's going to do well. Um, now, next is a breaking story, actually. Um, just dropped about... 30 minutes ago from recording this so more information I'm sure will be out by the time everyone listens to it but wanted to bring up as much as we know as of right now that Bethany Frankel just posted on her social media that she is going to be dropping a podcast episode tonight with none other than Jill Zarin it'll be their first reconciliation I don't know their first time reuniting since 2010 um, when they had their infamous fallout on Real Housewives in New York. Um, Kenzie, I you know you're a Housewives fan. What do you think this is going to be about? Um, are they going to kind of rehash their feud or they, I don't, what do you think this is all about? Yeah, I am shocked. First of all, I can't imagine this going well in any way, shape or form. <laughs> I'm sure like the content itself will be great, but 
them getting along, keeping it consistent. I'm sure there will be lots of arguments over that and who's really carrying the team in that podcast group. I hope they rehash some of their drama. I think that's what the people have wanted, but I also think they're both two of the thirstiest people. Like they say that they don't need to come back or that they want to. And I just feel like this is their way of staying in the circle without having to actually be on the show, even though I know Jill would take back her apple any day now. Uh, 100%. Um, yeah, I think that the end timing of this is very interesting, of course, because season 14 just premiered last night. And so everyone's kind of talking about the show. And I think this is her Bethany Angel's way, I'm sure, of kind of bringing the spotlight back to them back to the ogs yes so, attention seekers in that group yeah so that'll be really interesting to see what that is apparently it's dropping tonight it could I'll be out right now who knows <laughs> i literally can't eat i don't even know what to expect but i'm excited sure i'll listen i am too i i will be listening tomorrow morning or tonight if it's out before I go to bed. <laughs> um, next, speaking of tomorrow, we have um, Love Island USA cast season for season five was just announced the other day and that premieres tomorrow, uh, July 18th. So it is going to be airing daily for the first week and then six days a week on Peacock. Um, and so there won't be any episodes Wednesday, um, for every week after that, but every other day of the week, six days a week. And speaking of Ariana Maddox, she will be making an appearance. She's everywhere. <laughs> She's thriving. We love it. Um, she'll be making an appearance apparently during week two. Don't know exactly what she'll be doing. My guess probably host a challenge maybe. Um, do either of y'all, are either of y'all Love Island fans excited for the new season? I have actually never seen Love Island before, but now I'm excited because I want to watch it. Like, I've always said I'm going to watch it, but then I realize it, like, too far into the season, and I'm like, oh, that's too much to catch up on because there's just so many episodes. So now that I'm prepared and I know it starts tomorrow, I think I will actually watch this season, and I hope I enjoy it. I feel like I would. Like, everyone who's told me to watch it said I would love it, so I don't really have any bad feelings about it. I'm just like... We'll see. I haven't seen it before, but I'm excited. So I would say for the last calendar year, Love Island has been my bedtime story. I watch it every night before bed. And because I just ran out of shows, that's how much reality TV I watch. And so <laughs> I've been watching, I've even gone global in this. I've watched Australia. I've watched UK. I've watched all the US seasons. But what I've come to realize is that Love Island is better as a binge um, than watching it consistently. When you watch it consistently, I think you just get like, I think a little overwhelmed, like it's too much too soon. And I kind of just want to know if they're together or not. And there's some parts at the end that get a little slow when they're on their like final dates that I'm just not super into. I'm much more of like a Casa more new bombshells at the villa type of girl. And I like the early on drama way better than the end. So I just like to skip through that to see who's still together, which is actually surprisingly quite a bit of people. So kudos to yeah. Love I feel like it's interesting in that way. It's almost opposite of The Bachelor, where I feel like The Bachelor is so boring in the beginning. Like the first half of the season when you don't know anyone, it's like, I mean, there. You, I guess early on you do have like the villains still in. So I guess it's interesting in that way. But in the second half of the season is really when, when you get invested in all of them. And so you get a lot more attached and 
uh, and it becomes more interesting. But with Love Island, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I've never watched, I don't think I've ever watched a full season, like start to finish every episode, but I always dip in and out enough to like know who they are. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right about it being more interesting kind of early on when people aren't so attached to their one person, you know, when everyone's still kind of like mixing it up and dating around and there's drama in that sense, it's, it's, uh, more interesting to me as well. Yeah. I wasn't fully bought in when I first started watching the U S version, but I switched Mm. over to the UK version loved it and then ran out of episodes basically and so then I had to hop globally and now I'm really into all of them they're all unique for their own reasons but we did get a lot of challenge greats from Love Island like Georgia and Theo yeah Olivia from US so a lot of cool people come from the show they're all very um interesting lots of veneers and hair plugs but good content lots of drama why we love them (laughs) um all right our next news story is um a sad one in a way um that we we talked about the other week that padma lakshmi is leaving uh, top chef dancing with stars (laughs) top chef um and they've now announced her replacement is Kristen kish who was the winner of season 10 i think this is a great choice i don't know if either of y'all watch top chef really at all but um she is friends with Padma I know and I think will be a great host so I I I was really wondering who they were going to get to replace Padma because it's so hard to replace a host after so long I mean you look at you know Tom Bergeron and Dancing with the Stars and um uh, Chris Harrison you know they've kind of had trouble uh finding a, a permanent replacement for people after that long but but I think Kristen was a great choice for them um I don't know if either of y'all have any thoughts on that (laughs) I don't watch top stuff but (laughs) (laughs) um well here's a show that I know you do watch Molly um former bachelorette Claire Crawley is expecting her first child via surrogate very excited for Claire we've seen her on many a bachelor show um trying to find the love of her life and i'm glad that she is going taking that that first step to have her first child so excited for her yes i know i'm so excited that announcement was so cute um i don't know if you saw the video of the announcement and it's great that she can still have a baby without having to carry it herself so with surrogacy she's not having to be pregnant which is good because she was also worried about that with like her age and all that stuff so it's great that she can still have a baby that she's always wanted yeah definitely and you know Claire while sometimes I think she's the most obnoxious person in Bachelor (laughs) franchise I do think out of all the people that have ever been on the show there's truly no one there for the right reasons as much as she is like her heart and her intentions are so pure and she's been very authentic in that and so I'm just happy that like she just let the process happen and now that she has everything that she's ever wanted it just might have taken a little bit longer to get there so super happy for her absolutely um and then another bachelor story just announced today that we have our first golden bachelor announced 71 year old gary gary turner i keep wanting to say jerry but it's gary (laughs) turner um will be the first golden bachelor 
premiering this fall. I don't think we have an exact date yet, but what did y'all think looking at what we've seen of him so far? Uh, I, I love <laughs> that they're mind. doing the Golden Bachelor now. I was like actually at first like not totally sure when they were like announcing like or like saying like they're searching for older people to be on the season. But now that I saw the promo and I'm like, I see who Gary is. I'm like, okay, actually like this could be a really good season. Um, but I don't really know exactly how it's going to turn out. Like how, like the cast, like I'm interested to see like the age ranges of like who the cast Mm -hmm. numbers are, like how low they would go or like how high the people are that are on the show. Um, and if there's still drama with them, I feel like there should be, but like, I hope they don't like, I feel like sometimes when they're like, the younger people they they want to start drama because then they want to be famous from it yeah but i don't think any of the people coming on to the golden bachelor are really looking for that as much yeah um so i don't know it'll be interesting to see and i also saw it announced that it was gonna start it was gonna be airing at 10 p.m instead of like now because we're at 9 p.m they're pushing it 10 p.m oh, wow. in the fall really? so i don't know how well that's gonna turn out for ratings but we can always watch it on Hulu the next day or record True. it and watch it. But yeah, so those are my thoughts. What do you think, Kenzie? Yeah, so I did not know this was being announced, but I did look him up. And my first impression was there's no way this man is 71 years old. I really can't imagine them finding enough women who are in that 70, 60, 70, 80 age range that are going to look like he does um but if they do kudos but wow I wish I could look like that um and the other thing I thought is like I just hope they're not like exploiting the elderly in any way I hope we get people who are very much with it we're not zoning out and doing all those other things and making it bad on their health so honestly whoever ends up with him kudos to you he is a star yeah I do wonder like I do think just my guess that most of the women will probably be in like their 50s and 60s. I, I feel like that's the age range that they're gonna go for because it's, you know, old enough that it's age appropriate for him, but young enough that they're still maybe prone to to still be a little more dramatic. And <laughs> um, I, I that's just my guess but who knows we'll see maybe they'll have they could have a 20 year old for all we'll have to see i'm excited for whenever that cast comes out we'll have to definitely talk about that oh definitely that'll be really interesting um next story is um a 90 day fiance story which i don't think is a show that we've ever really talked about before on the pod but the new spinoff, which is called The Last Resort, is premiering on August 14th. Basically, this is kind of like, think, uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip or um, Teen Mom Family Vacation, where they have a bunch of cast members from different versions of the show coming together for the first time for a spinoff where they're all living together in a resort. And I think they're having... Um, some sort of group therapy, couples therapy, um, stuff like that. I don't know exactly. They haven't fully announced the cast or trailer yet (laughs) for the format, but that's the vibe that I'm kind of getting of that spinoff. I don't know if either of y'all watched 90 Day Fiance at all, but what are your thoughts on just spinoffs like that in general of shows? Kind of like where you bring 
a bunch of people from different versions of the show and and put them all together yeah I haven't seen 90 Day Fiance before and I think I don't know I, I mean the show the concept of it it's like it's just kind of wild but it's also funny like I think any show like reality tv like that's related to love like the odds are the last thing it's probably not very likely um but um with this spinoff I feel like it should be interesting I don't know like sometimes I don't really care about the spinoffs of certain shows I like would rather just stay with the original and like mm-hmm. how it goes with that but maybe they just see you see there's like a potential for that and they want to tap into that but I don't know those are my general thoughts <laughs> yeah I totally agree I feel like there's proven methods like ultimate girls trip you mentioned that one worked out really well but then there's other ones where I'm like uh, let's just stick to the original recipe because mm-hmm. that was working and I just don't see this as a good fit so I think <clears throat> excuse me I think it'll really just depend on how the producers edit it and obviously the cast has to make it work too right so mm-hmm. goes. yeah no I agree I, I think this seems to be a big trend in the last few years that a lot of shows kind of resisted doing spinoffs like this I feel like because it looked kind of desperate or they said like oh you know kind of a show on its last legs would kind of pull a stunt like that but it seems like especially with trying to get viewers for streaming services and things like that that a lot more shows are starting to do spinoffs like this is kind of like an added bonus to get you to subscribe to the streaming service now this is on tlc itself so i guess that's not really a factor here but um yeah we will see how it goes um the cast so far for anyone who is a 90 day fiance fan they've announced two of the couples ed and liz and jovi and yara um both big names from the franchise that have done a bunch of seasons so um if the rest of the cast is like that i think it should be very interesting um next we have here uh shanique and randall from the ultimatum season one are engaged i know we talked about molly in our ultimatum episode how season one a lot of the couples are still together whereas season two there weren't really (laughs) only only the one um but uh what do you think about that are you um surprised that they've stayed together and and were successful I'm excited for them I know that even like so on the show they ended up getting engaged and then on the reunion episode for that season then they said they were taking a break or like they had like said they were just they or they did take a break that they had just like then decided they were going to start to date again so at that reunion I was like not so sure but then now like I followed them on Instagram and I was like okay like they actually are really in love and they just like needed some time away from the, like being the spotlight of being on the show um but I'm excited for them just because now that they proposed now that Randall proposed like this time like it's definitely real mm-hmm. so I'm happy for them Kenzie, we love the reality it. tv success story don't we yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely um, and then our last news story before we get to the challenge here, um, Big Brother is airing a 25th anniversary special, which makes me feel so old, by the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> on July 26th, which is uh, exactly a week before the season 25 premiere. Um, they're having interviews from a bunch of past house guests and also a preview of the Big Brother 25 house. 
um, featured on this special are fan favorites Jeff and Jordan, Derek and Cody, Janelle and Kaser, uh, the whole cookout minus Kylan because, spoiler alert, he's filming season 39 of The Challenge, uh, Taylor Hale, um, Danielle Reyes, and Frankie Grande. Um, are y'all going to be watching that? What are What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely watching. I love Big Brother with my whole heart. (laughs) I love the people that are being featured. I also just have to say, Jeff and Jordan, y'all live less than 15 minutes from my house. I want to run into you. If this gets to you, call me. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, their kids literally are always playing. I see on their Instagram stories. I'm like, I want to hang out, please. Um, But anyways, besides the point, um, excellent crew can't believe it's the 25th season can't wait for august 2nd yeah wait that's in like two weeks i can't believe that um i'm so excited because i've we've been i've been thinking about big brother now for so long because it's usually on at this I point am. it's usually three weeks in by now yeah so now i'm like okay now we're getting close it's almost there um but i'm excited for the reunion special as well or what is it called the 25th just interviews Oh, anniversary special. I mean, so you saying reunion, the anniversary special. Um, but yeah, 25 is, that's how old I am. So I guess, I don't know. Oh my like, God. Is <laughs> it kind of old. Um, you were born? Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Good for you, Molly. <laughs> I haven't seen all the seasons, but now I guess I should go back to the 25th anniversary special. Yeah, just skip season one. Totally yeah. different show. Don't need to see season one. Okay, then I won't watch everything, but I'll watch the yeah. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, speaking of shows that have been on for many, many decades, let's get into the challenge. <laughs> um. So, Challenge USA season two is premiering on August tenth, uh, a week after Big Brother starts, and. It is, for those who don't know, Challenge USA is a spinoff of The Challenge, the MTV version of The Challenge, which originally started as a spinoff show of Real World and Road Rules. They got uh, past cast members from both of those shows and put them together. It was a kind of way to keep them on TV and just do kind of fun challenges. And people didn't really take it seriously. It was kind of carnival games originally. As it went on, they added more and more people, more and more shows. And... Now, the Challenge USA spinoff, which is what we're going to be talking about, um, takes people from Big Brother, Survivor, and The Amazing Race, all the CBS reality shows, puts them all together in a new competition, and um, have them battle it out for half a million dollars. Um, So what are, for each of y'all, what is y'all history with the challenge? How long have you been watching? Um, Molly, if you want to start. Yeah, so my very first season of the challenge was season one of Challenge USA. So I'm very new <laughs> to the challenge world. Um, I wanted to watch that season because of you, Michael, but also just I, I knew the people who were coming on it more of the, like those cast members because they were coming from CBS shows that I watched, like from Survivor and Amazing Race. So I was like, I was excited to see those people compete and seeing those challenges. I was like, okay, wow, like, these are intense challenges like what they get what they're doing in the show is like very physically exhausting it seems like I mean obviously they're I have to train so much for this but just like I feel like the aspect of like what their challenges are are just really interesting to see so I 
I really enjoyed season one. I feel like there could have been maybe some more drama. I feel like there wasn't that much drama overall in the show, but overall, like I like the show and the concept of it. Kenzie, I know you go way back with the challenge. What was your first season? So my first season of the challenge was even pre-TJ. Um, oh. the, I don't even remember his name. He was not a great host. Um, oh, I know. Um, ugh, I'm not going to think of it, but he was another BMX writer, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I go way back and I used to watch a show like secretly because um, my mom said I couldn't and I just <laughs> loved MTV. I loved every minute of MTV since I was little. And so I watched it anyways. And now I'm like a diehard challenge fan. I always kind of have been. I used to try to convince everyone to watch it with me and people probably thought I was like a tad crazy um, for how much I loved the challenge and how much I like pushed it on people. But I just wanted someone to talk about it with. And now seeing it evolve over all of these years, like way back then they were playing like dodgeball as their daily challenge. And now they're doing insane physically strenuous activities. And so every year my husband and I joke because we're like, Oh, TJ's budget just got a little bit bigger because he has <laughs> new chopper, more fire, more this. And so it's really come a long way and it's been really cool to watch it evolve over the years. I, I mean, one thing I do miss the most about the challenge universe is having the real world and road rules cast members filter in. I mm -hmm. think it's been a little bit harder to get consistent with casting. I think some players are a little like overexhausted in how many times they air in a certain time frame, And I think some of the newbies just aren't as strong because really way back then it was all about like the drama and drinking and having fun and all the themed parties and that kind of added like another layer to their personalities and made me like root for certain people because I just liked watching them on TV. Whereas now I root for certain people because they're good at competition, but I don't really know them because we don't get to see that side of them nearly as much. And I think it's partially just because we're not picking up like the trashy real world people anymore. But I mean, we are getting more athletic human beings. So it's like a tilting scale. And so when challenge released all stars, the best thing ever for me, because I think last time I chatted with you, Michael, on a podcast, we talked about all the old people I would like die to have back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting that, like making that possible was just iconic for me. So mm -hmm. I feel like now I have a great balance. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think that what was so great about the challenge in the earlier days was the fact that everyone who started on the challenge, we were already invested in from watching them on the real world. And because those were both MTV shows and, and road rules back in the really old days, but when I first started watching, it was road rules had already been canceled. So it was basically only coming from real world. And we would watch them on real world it was they shared basically the exact same audience you know they were both on mtv so everyone who was a fan of the real world was a fan of the challenge and vice versa and so you know you would meet them on real world you really get to know them so well because there were only seven or eight of them and so the whole season you really got invested and then the few you know bigger personalities and more physically fit people from the real world would then transfer over to the challenge and there would be all the drama you know from their season on the real world that they'd have to work out and then you'd see them interact like oh I wonder how this person would interact with this person and then you get to see that 
And so now there's, you know, people from Nigeria who we literally cannot watch that show in the U.S. Like, at least put all the shows on Paramount Plus or only pick from shows that are on Paramount Plus so that we can watch them. <laughs> but Because we can't, we literally don't know who these people are, which, you know, I guess is fine. We just do it on Big Brother all the time, but that's kind of just not why we watch the challenge. And there's 36 people on a season. It's impossible to really get to know them all, so. It's my little soapbox, my little rant. But <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And this is before we dive into all the other yeah. things. I just have to say this before I forget. This is the PSA to get a Paramount Plus. Um, and no, I'm not getting paid by Paramount Plus, even though I should. Probably. Should be. how much I push. One this. day we will have that budget. <laughs> um, get yourself a subscription now. Watch all the shows. Yeah, like. I, because once again, I clearly I'm just realizing that I've ran out of content because <laughs> I went back to the vault and I started watching real world Austin again. And now I'm on mm. real world Key West. And like, I can't stop laughing at like a little baby Wes and a little baby Danny. Johnny, like, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then now I have like a little baby Johnny and Paula, like it is incredible content like Wes you like getting girls numbers on 6th street and <laughs> him and Maya putting them into her drawer and then every night they just pick one girl's name out and call them on the house phone because they're not oh allowed my to God. or anything and they just, probably didn't even have cell phones back then probably was just a house for 2006 what five yeah, 2005 yeah. I think yeah and I'm like this content like cannot be reproduced like it just can't it is so iconic that like it just has to like just do yourself a favor and just go back and go back to the those vault. real world seasons are really time capsules of that period of time too so it's just so fun to go back and see just like what you know 20 something year olds 25 years ago were doing and yeah it's it's fun to watch those back until they and you can watch all the old challenges too so yeah they're I mean, I wouldn't recommend going past like TJ era. I would start at TJ era and go onward, even though mm -hmm. there is some like funny old CT and Tina and Derek mm -hmm. um, Kosinski content from the yeah. TJ era. But like, really, that's when the fun gets started. Like all of the really good people start coming on. It's mm -hmm. just, it's a good memory little time capsule. Yeah, I agree. Um, so for this, uh, so one of the great things about the challenge is that the format of every season is totally different. So that's what makes it very different from Big Brother or Survivor that has a little twist every season, but is basically the same game season to season. But the challenge is a totally different format every year. So the format for this season is that we start with three teams, a red team, blue team, and green team. Um, each team has two MTV Challenge Legends on them. So they will each have um, eight, uh, or sorry, six um, CBS veterans, and then two MTV Challenge Legends. And the winning team of each Daily Challenge will nominate one man and one woman for the arena, which is the name for the elimination ring this year. Um, and then the house will then anonymously vote one player in, no matter the gender, they will just pick one person. The votes of everyone will then be put into a lottery and the names are entered as many times as the votes they receive. So if they receive seven votes, their name will be in there seven times. If they have one vote, it'll just be in there one time. 
and then the gender that competes will be determined by the name that gets drawn out. So if it's a guy, then they'll be competing against the guy that the winning team chose. If it's a girl, they'll be competing against the girl the winning team chose. Um, and then the loser is eliminated. Um, so that's kind of the format for the season. Um, we have a cast list here. We all have it right in front of us. <laughs> um, what are y'all's first impression of the cast as a whole? Um, are you happy with the most of the names that were picked? Do you kind of feel like they're uh, the right people from those recent, mostly recent seasons of, of Big Brother, Survivor, and Amazing Grace? Molly, what do you think? So my first glance at it, I like, honestly, like I was just looking at the names. I didn't see the pictures at first. And I was like, oh, wait, like, who from Amazing Race is on it? Because I, like, didn't recognize the names at, like, first glance. And then I went back in again, and I saw the people from Amazing Race who were on. And, like, they are from the recent seasons, but I feel like they weren't people that, like, the audience was drawn to as much. So I feel like Amazing Race kind of could have had some better picks, but I think... Where are Emily and Molly? (laughs) Exactly! They (laughs) love them. Maybe they weren't, uh, like ready for this kind of probably activity not. so that probably <laughs> started it um they needed um dusty who was like very fit and buff um but yeah so i just i think overall like it, it's a fine cast i don't think there's anything like that amazing about it but i think i'm excited just to see like i know we can go into it details of this later but i feel like some drama that could come about from some of the people who are on the show um because of tyler who recently um wait that's his name right yeah, yeah tyler um i was just like i was assuming that was like where's tyler's name yeah tyler who was um with angela were they married or were they just engaged no I don't know if they they engaged. I'm not even sure. I don't know. I thought they were they were like very serious. But Angela, who was on the last season and also from Big Brother, she and Tyler broke up in the meantime since the last season aired and now now from season two airing. And apparently he gets into a showman's. But one of Angela's closest friends, Alyssa, is also on the show this season. So that could I don't know if there's gonna be drama there, if he's gonna she's gonna be upset with Tyler for going with going for someone on the show but we'll see how that all shakes out to be but overall like that's my only like real piece of takeaway from the cast Kenzie what did you think of the cast as well yeah I feel like the people they chose from past seasons of the challenge were good selections the only person we all know I'm just not super crazy about is Amanda um but we can dive into that we'll we'll get into that (laughs) yeah oh we have a lot to talk about with Amanda (laughs) yeah so like that was the only one I was like "Mm, I feel like we could have picked literally anybody else but that's just my (laughs) personal opinion um I like seeing a few recognizable names we haven't seen in a while on the challenge Mm -hmm. coming back um I agree with you Molly on the Amazing Race group yes like they'll be great for the challenge like they're physically fit they should blend right in but in terms of like us knowing them from a personal standpoint I felt like both of the amazing race people were on teams where they didn't really showcase that much um in terms of like their personality and getting to know them so hopefully this will give us some more context as to why they were chosen and I hope that they're a good fit from a personality perspective and then survivor like I do watch survivor 
a lot. Um, but I, I'm just starting to realize maybe I'm just not paying attention because I don't care as much as I used to, because a lot of these names, I had to be like, wait a second, how do I know them again? Um, which is okay. I just hope that they once again, blend in like the biggest thing, bringing new people into this franchise is like, they are either just very physically fit. They're good at challenges, but they don't have like the, I guess, extrovertedness to be like, into the game and like really playing like they're kind of just riding blind and don't understand it's kind of like celebrity big brother when people come in and they have no idea what they signed up for and they're just there for a good time and so my biggest thing for these new people I just hope that they jump right in they play the game hard um and hopefully blend in and make more people that we can have cast on these shows the only thing I'd have to say is justice for the love island people because I feel like we've had a couple of really great people from love island on this show um and i think we could get more like the people in love island all they do is work out for the whole summer while we film love island so they should be physically fit enough to participate but next time yeah well it's just not on cbs anymore that's the reason why they don't have it because now it's on peacock so uh their their love boat show didn't work out so i think that was back to that show that was not a good one good times um yeah no I I agree I think that the Love Island what I liked about having them was that it was just kind of a different casting vibe than like Survivor and Big Brother whereas they're very strategic they're very you know very whispery um, they're good at that part of it and the physical part but I think the Love Island kind of brought a levity to the show that I liked um and so I I could see them coming on the main show still, but I, I don't know that, yeah, because this is, USA is really all about this, you know, CBS shows. So I don't know that they're going to bring them back there. But what I will say, the one other thing before we get into cast um, is that I don't know how I feel about only having two amazing racers. I don't know that that's fair. No. I think that they should have an equal amount, like let's say six, six, and six of Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race. I just feel like, for fairness that's kind of I I feel like the right choice but then again Amazing Race is probably the least watched of those three so I guess in terms of getting faces that the viewers will be looking forward to I guess you know better to get more from Big Brother and Survivor but I don't know that was just something to bring up um but let's get into now we'll go name by name we were going in order of last alphabetically by last name I, I think just based on looking at this <laughs> um, uh, starting with America's favorite ginger Weston Bergman Wes has been on countless challenge seasons if you're a challenge fan you know that name by heart um Kenzie what are your thoughts on Wes's chances this season I mean I feel like no matter what, Wes and Johnny are just going to have an uphill battle because people know their gameplay. If you've been watching, everyone knows. Everyone knows they're slimy and they'll do anything to win. Um, However, Wes has always done a better job at rallying new people to his side Mm -hmm. um, over Johnny. Johnny's always had the people who are, you know, just subpar at the challenge on his side. And you know what? You need those people too. But I think in situations like this, Wes thrives a little bit more and I hope he stays on a little bit longer than he has in recent seasons because we just 
you just love to hate him. He's perfect for reality TV. Glad he's on. I know he's expecting a child if he hasn't already had yeah. it. So super excited for him. Glad he's still in the mix. I agree. I think that he will thrive here more than he did on, like, say, All Stars. Because on All Stars, it's all vets. He has no rookies that he can fool. So here, he has a lot of rookies that he can kind of get on his side. I'm sure he did a lot of pre-gaming before the season. He's known to do that. Um, so we'll see when we come in how many people he DM'd <laughs> before going on <laughs> to get on his side. Um, but yeah, I, I I think he has a a pretty good shot here um, with the amount of, of rookies. But again, these are rookies who have done similar shows that maybe won't fall for, as easily for something like that as you know, someone from some random YouTube show in Norway. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see uh, what happens there. Um, next, we have Michaela Bradshaw, who is from Survivor Millennials versus Gen X, um, Survivor Game Changers, and then also a very brief stint on Challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies, the first one voted off there. Um, Molly, I know you're a Survivor fan. Um, what are your thoughts on Michaela? I'm excited to see her. I feel like I haven't seen her on TV in a while because I didn't watch that season of the challenge, but also she's only on, I guess, for one episode. Um, but I always like watching her on Survivor. I think she has like good gameplay, and like I think like just overall, like she just always surprises me when I see her on the show. Um, and I'm excited to see how she does on the challenge because I've always enjoyed watching her so I hope that she is trained for this and can do well I feel like she also might like complain about things which could yeah. be funny to see <laughs> and like just have it like be more real aspect of it too which will be fun so I'm excited to see her yeah I when I saw her on the spies lies and allies cast list I was really excited I was like oh she'll fit right in it's gonna be great like there's no way this doesn't work and I was so sorely wrong on that um she had a really rough go I felt like and Did she, she have just... a note or something that someone found I'm trying to remember what honestly I don't remember the details of it but I just remember being like this is not like how you were on Survivor yeah. like she almost like backed up too much and then played too aggressive but then backed up like she couldn't keep it consistent like she did mm -hmm. on Survivor and so like to me she's like a very unstable game player and that if she can even out even just a little bit I think it'll take her far because she is a good competitor it's just she's one of those people who like you know you think they're gonna be great but they don't always blend yeah I agree um next we have here Polly Calafiore from originally Big Brother 18 also multiple seasons of the challenge a little surprised to see Polly here, I will say, after um, his, the way that he uh, and Kara exited the challenge after uh, season 34. It seemed like they had kind of, Polly had given a threat to Johnny that got him kicked off of the show. Um, so it's been a few years since we've seen him. Um, Molly, do you uh, what do you remember about Polly from Big Brother? I know you haven't seen him on the challenge necessarily, but from what you've uh, seen him of him on Big Brother, are you excited to see him back here? Um, I mean, I feel like he'll be good to he'll be good TV to watch on the challenge. I'm not like Polly's biggest fan, but I think overall, like, it should be interesting. I don't honestly like 
I was looking at the cast and I was like, I kind of forgot about him. So I guess I didn't like hate him that much, but I like kind of forgot about him. But now I'm just like, okay, like I'm kind of indifferent. Like we'll see what he does. Yeah, Kenzie. Yeah, so I was very shocked to see this cast list and see his name on there because I was on the same page as you, Michael. I thought we were not able to come back on the challenge and therefore Kara was like, I'm not coming back on yeah. the challenge. It was like a two for one deal um, based on him being kind of just a lunatic. And honestly, Polly, like while I love Cody, um, I don't have that same affection for Polly. I think him and Kara are deeply delusional. And I know that's a hot take. So sorry, everyone who does not agree with I me. I agree with you there. <laughs> and, you know, I think like, they're a moth to a flame like they deserve each other so happy they're still together never thought this would last um however despite like all of the things I could say about him as a person and as a game player and while I don't personally enjoy him on my challenge cast list or on any tv screen at all I do think that his drama is made for reality tv and I can always appreciate that even if I don't necessarily like love them and I'm not rooting for them so I think it'll be interesting. I think it's crazy that they brought him back with Johnny on the cast as well, considering that's mm -hmm. what the incident started. So, so curious how that plays out. I'm not mad. I'm not like, woo. Just, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a curious listener. Yeah. And I'm curious to see Polly without Kara too, because we haven't seen Polly without Kara since he was on Big Brother um because that yeah and then i mean spoiler alert we're gonna see Kara without polly on all stars four so it's interesting that they separated them in that way and and didn't put them together well polly couldn't be on all stars but uh that that they didn't put Kara on here and and we'll see both of them separately i think will be interesting and and that's kind of needed because i feel like their last season world of the worlds 2 they just ran the game with their alliance because, you know, the two of them were kind of this power couple. And so it's it'll be interesting to see them both play separately again. I think, yeah, agreed. They need to. Yeah. All right. And then next we have Cassidy Clark from Survivor 43. Um, Molly, we watched that season together. <laughs> um, I, I know I'm a big Cassidy fan. What are your thoughts? Yes. No, I was actually, I was excited to see her on the, cast list but also kind of shocked because I was like oh I didn't know how like she was gonna enjoy that challenge I'm um, sorry I think she surprised us though on Survivor like that she was able to I think she went a couple of challenges um I forget on Survivor yeah yeah she was kind of a, a challenge oh, yeah, she, oh, yeah I was I think yeah so she she actually surprised me with like in terms of like the physical aspect of that like in Survivor and winning those immunity challenges. So I think that does make sense now, like looking back at that. But at first I was like, oh, like kind of surprised, but I'm excited to see her because I just like Cassidy overall. I love to hear that feedback. I honestly can't place her. So <laughs> once again, all I hope is that she blends and that yeah. she's not no, it was, a steamroll. She, when I remember telling Michael this when we were watching the show like when I was looking back at the cast and I like saw her name and it was like we were like four episodes in five episodes in and I was like who is Cassidy or like even at the yeah. merge maybe 
And I was like, where, who, who's Cassie? But she was on the tribal, like they didn't have um, any tribals yet. So then once it was the merge, I feel like she kind of like was able to step more into the light, I guess you could say. Um, but <laughs> she's still like, was kind of low key, even though she did win in challenges. And so she didn't end up winning, but she made it to the final three. Um, which, so she made it far. Yeah, she was the one who I feel like everyone thought was going to win going into the final three vote until Gabler kind of just came out of nowhere. And for whatever reason, the jury, you know, didn't respect the fact that Cassidy didn't put herself into fire making. And and that was kind of why she lost. So uh, I'm glad to have her on a show here where you don't have to make fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, Cassidy. No fire here. Yeah. A cast where probably half of them uh, do not know how to do that. So (laughs) I would say more than half. (laughs) Next, we have here Lewis Collin from Amazing Race season 34, most recent season of The Amazing Race. Um, Molly, what do you think about Lewis? Yeah, I think he was pronounced Luis, but pretty oh. close. Oh, no, right. you're good. Uh, <laughs> I just, I mean, that's how much we know about him, really. No, I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I honestly, I, I remember the face, couldn't tell you much about him. I remember that he had the bromance with, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Claire's, what's Derek? Who, Derek, yeah. From Der- Derek and Luis had like some bromance situation. Mm. That's all I remember about him, honestly. Like they did well in their in the race because they made it pretty far. Um, but he like their story like wasn't really shown. Like he's on with his wife, but they just I don't know. Like I mean I don't have any strong opinions necessarily, yeah. but I think I think he'll do well in the challenge. So I'm excited to see him. Yeah, I think he's a strong competitor. I think the biggest thing is just like. I don't we don't know him really like they didn't show that side of him he was just another alliance member and they did well but like it was really I mean they didn't get many sound bites out of them so hopefully he blends amazing race I think has that problem when they're editing I feel like it's very fast-paced and you don't get to really kind of get to know you get to know each partnership in terms of their relationship to their partner but not necessarily individually as a person as well which i think coming onto a show like this is why we're kind of like oh i don't really remember much about them individually um but yeah we'll see i you know i like a little wild card every now and again on a cast like this so we'll see how it does um next we have uh tyler crispin newly single uh from big brother 20 and 22 as we talked about earlier, he just recently, before filming this, broke up with Angela. And in the trailer, we do see him getting into a little showmance with uh, one Alyssa Snyder. So see what happens there. But um, what are y'all's thoughts on, on seeing Tyler again? I think overall I'm excited just because, like, I haven't seen Tyler in a while. And when I have seen him, like, on Instagram, it's been with Angela. So, and now I just looked this up. They were engaged or like, oh, okay. Like, so it was a, they call it an engagement. So that's kind of a more. Oh, yeah, like, that is serious. Yeah. Um, but so we'll see. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any like strong opinions necessarily right now of him. Like, I think to see him on the show, I might have bigger, like, different opinions of like once I see him in the show, man, I might not like him anymore, but we'll see. 
um or maybe i won't like him <laughs> so i don't know just kind of keeping it open right now and seeing what happens yeah well he's gonna be a better boyfriend than kyle for Melissa. true <laughs> yes so i mean i love tyler i think he's just like a likable person like he gets favorable edits i feel like for the most part um and so naturally, I think out of all the big brother people, like he seems very obvious choice. Um, he's good at competitions. He's very sociable, like just a good casting. Um, the only thing I have to say is that Alyssa, like I did a double take because Alyssa looks so much like Angela in her cast photo. I was like, wait a second, this is crazy. But then I read the name and I was like, oh, wait, I'm like totally getting things mixed up in my head. Um, so Tyler has a type. He, that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. He definitely has a type there. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, now, next, we have this Victoria Deal. Tori Deal from Are You the One Season 4? And, of course, countless seasons of the challenge. We've seen Tori on basically every season for the past <laughs> four years or so. Um don't have much to say other than I'm sure she will have a better season than she did on World Championship with her partner Danny. So, uh, Kenzie, what are your thoughts on Tori? I mean, love Tori. She's a good competitor. She brings drama. She butts heads with a lot of people. I think it's mostly because they're jealous um, that she has made such a name for herself in the challenge universe, like hosting the official challenge podcast and being on every season like she's definitely favored in a lot of different ways um and so I think people just use that as a natural target so I'm hoping it'll be a good season for her I am glad Jordan's not on it I'm kind of tired of that nonsense so Tori find yourself a new man that's all I gotta say (laughs) yeah and recent champ challenge champion also after uh, one rider dies with Devin so um excited yeah I I agree. I think that she she gets a lot of hate on Twitter, and I don't fully know that I understand why. I I feel like I I don't know. I think it's just because when somebody is seen so often, maybe they like you just kind of grow tired of seeing them. But yeah, I I like Tori. I think that she she's she's funny. She gives good sound bites. You know. She's a good competitor. I think she's kind of the full package for a show like this. Um, And then yet another person who has done countless seasons of the challenge, the most of anyone, Johnny Bananas. Um, Original season, Real World Key West, which I know you were just (laughs) rewatching. And um, what, good 25 seasons of the challenge or so at this point. What can you say about Johnny um, that hasn't already been said? um i i agree with you i think that west probably on a season like this has the upper hand but they could work together like they did on total madness who knows i love that i love a collab between the two it's like everything the people wanted i think (laughs) and it's funny and i love their merch together i live for that duo but I also just have to remind the people that Johnny's first challenge, he went home first. So yeah. let's not think that Johnny's all that because when he was struggling as a rookie, he struggled as a rookie. <laughs> so sorry, Johnny, can't let you slide with that one. And then also this will be a PSA quickly, but Paramount Plus, MTV, pay Paula whatever you need to get her on All Stars. Okay, thanks. 
Yeah, I'm shocked. We haven't seen her in 10 years. That, I miss she was doing her every so season. Much. Like she was the Tory deal of the, you know, where she was on every single season forever. And then suddenly she won with an uh with Emily and then we never saw her again. Yeah, pay her whatever she needs. I don't care. MTV. All Pull out your pocket. Come back. Get that girl on All Stars. What was it? Now that you're watching Key West, how did Johnny and Paula get their nicknames? So that's also why I was rewatching Key West. And I, so I'm not like all the way done. I'm like only a few episodes in. And Johnny came in saying that he was bananas. Ah. Because I remember one of the guys he like, um called his mom and was like yeah this guy goes by bananas and then I don't know how the rest unfolded because it's obviously like Svetlana who mm-hmm. is um gosh I can't even remember her name she so they name. all had like nicknames like that mm-hmm. oh yeah. okay okay yeah so walnuts and then Svetlana but I can't think of what I can't think of what her well, Johnny were. and Paula were the two that you know became well and Tyler I guess um yes and so, anyways, um, I'm not sure. Um, I'll report back. Okay. Yeah, that was just a little sign that I had been curious about because I did not watch that original season. Um, next, we have here Michelle Fitzgerald from Survivor 32, uh, Survivor Winners at War, and then um, a couple of seasons of The Challenge now. Um, Molly, I know you watched both of her Survivor seasons. So what are your thoughts on Michelle? I love Michelle. I'm excited to see her. I didn't see her on the challenge seasons because I don't watch the challenge on MTV, but I am excited to see her on now the Challenge USA version because I now can see her again on TV because I haven't seen her in a while. So I'm excited to sh- see her on the challenge. I will say Tom Holland recently came out and said that Michelle was his favorite Survivor player. Wow. Okay. That's Survivor but the craziest thing (laughs) the craziest thing michelle can't see it because she's currently filming the challenge so she can't even like comment on it (laughs) but she's gonna come back and uh and see that tom holland gave her a shout out so that's pretty cool so cool for her um i agree molly i love her on survivor i do not like her on the challenge i am tired of her on the challenge actually like my group of friends all mutually feel this way about michelle on the challenge i think she's just so whiny on the challenge that she does not have that on survivor and it's like if anything be whiny on survivor you're starving and you (laughs) haven't washed yourself in several days like the challenge you get all the things you need why are you so whiny like oh I just I can't with her but I love her on Survivor yeah because I guess yeah I mean now that I think of it we did see on Ride or Dies where she was kind of crying to Nani when she was voting uh voting her in and um everyone I remember was kind of like oh I didn't know they were so close (laughs) um but I I didn't know whether that was strategy or actual genuine feelings I I don't know but yeah and now that I kind of roll the tape back see yes like you don't know like if she's just being like you don't know if it's strategy or if it's real and it's like all just weird like it doesn't read correctly Mm -hmm. um so I just want Michelle from Survivor to just translate that to um challenge this is your PSA Amanda or I mean Michelle sorry I was reading the wrong thing um PSA (laughs) Michelle 
um just do better yeah maybe if she does more of these and kind of gets more comfortable maybe we'll we'll see her um not as emotional but well speaking of amanda yeah. amanda's up next <laughs> um so amanda obviously they're gonna bring the drama we can count on one thing you know amanda's gonna bring the drama um i wanted to start out amanda's segment here by going into her recent twitter feud with tori well started on instagram so to kind of backstory for anyone who is not aware when the cast was announced the last week tori posted a picture on her instagram of the challenge vets that they have you know all the teams had a photo together and then all the challenge vets had a photo together and she put a clown emoji over amanda's face um which if you might remember they did have a little bit of a feud on spies Lies, and allies at the reunion they went back and forth i don't know exactly how it all started i think amanda just kind of thought Tori was two-faced or fake to different people I don't know but apparently they didn't get along this season either um because then after she did that Amanda saw it and went wild on Twitter as you can expect from her um she said quote sorry guys I just got off of work I didn't realize that roided out monster was such a fan thanks for highlighting me in your post loser Someone put Tori's first cast photo next to this one and tell me that bitch ain't botched. Now that's a fucking clown. Ha ha ha. We will see who the real clown is at the end of the season. Oh, but there's more. <laughs> she then said, I'd rather be a clown than a botched clout chaser who sucks old man D for money. Uh, a children's author who doubles as a steroid injecting prostitute um rewind we need to protect our kids from this monster um yeah so then tori responded on her instagram saying there's a difference between clown face and defamation of character that's called libel and it's illegal gets lawyer involved so that's where we kind of left it <laughs> but clearly we're going to see a feud between those two on the season uh and yeah yeah, I mean, this is exactly why I strongly dislike Amanda. Um, she always takes things too far. Um, it's one thing to be dramatic. It's one thing to put on for the TV cameras. But she just is always doing one thing that's just just gone too far. And honestly, Tori, if you're going to threaten it, my only advice to you is to put your money where your mouth is and actually do something about it um, because no one likes someone who's just talking. So if you're getting your lawyers involved, do it. Don't just say you're doing it. Um, I think the biggest thing with Amanda is what I've come to know. I have a mutual connection who's known her since she was in elementary school. And she says, Amanda on TV is exactly how she is in real life. So I'm like, at least this girl's consistent, but she's not a nice person. Um, and it's honestly kind of concerning that that's just who you are. Um, like I would almost think she was putting on for the TV shows, but I suppose not, um, and so, yeah, I literally think we could have casted any other legend other than her because I could probably name 20 that would be better suited. Mm -hmm. I will say with Amanda, I, I think I kind of feel the way that you feel about Polly where I'm like, I don't necessarily always agree with Amanda or at very, very least the way that she goes about things. You know, I think she definitely always takes it 
20,000 steps too far. But to a certain degree, like when she's going after Kara, I was loving it <laughs> on Final Reckoning. Um, and I kind of, there are times when I agree with the sentiment of what she's saying, but not the way that she says it. And I kind of do get a little excited when I see her on a cast list because I'm like, okay, at least I know that this is going to be an entertaining season drama wise. <laughs> yeah, I think like she's good when there's people on the cast who can put her back in her place, like a Zach, honestly, a Johnny, a Wes, like yeah. those types of people who can then place her back to where she needs to be, I think is good. It's like when there's not really any of those people and then it's just, she's just too much for me. I'm like, no, please stop. Yeah. Well, we will wait and see. Um, next we have here, Dusty Harris from The Amazing Race 33. Molly, what do you think about Dusty? Yeah, not too much to say for Dusty. I feel like he just was a good competitor on Amazing Race. We don't know so, so much about him or stuff, but like, I don't really recall at this point. So I want to say false information. Um, but I feel like he'll be good on the challenge. So I'm excited to see him again. And hopefully they get, he gets to go far and like Amazing Race still has some representation because there's only two of them. So I know. I feel like last season we kept talking about how there's so few Amazing Racers and now there's even fewer. Yeah. <laughs> I almost didn't think that there were any when I first looked at the list and then I was like, oh, wait, there Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have loved to see James again. He oh, was so good yeah. on season one and I think he deserves a second chance. Um, Best of luck to the Amazing Racers. The cards are not in your favor, but I'm hoping you two pull it through so we don't lose you in the first few episodes. Yeah, I agree. Um, next we have here Chanel Howell from Survivor 42. Thoughts on Chanel? I honestly don't really remember her. I don't know. Do you remember? What are your thoughts, Michael? I like Chanel. I, I mean, again, I don't remember a ton about her personality. I remember her being a pretty good strategist. And I mean, she made it well into the merge on Survivor 42. So she made it pretty far. Um, I think she was a good competitor. And I, I think that this is an environment where I think the fact that she doesn't have a huge reputation, maybe from Survivor can kind of keep her under the radar. I think her as someone who isn't going to you know, cause a lot of drama or, um, you know, stand out in that way too much where she's going to be an early target. So I think if she can kind of just play it a little bit under the radar for a little while, then I, I could see her getting pretty far. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have Amira Jones from Big Brother 24, uh, an early exit from Big Brother 24, um, who I, I think I thought had a lot of potential. And I, I'm excited that actually she's getting a second shot here. Uh, what do y'all think of Amira? Yeah, I mean, I'm always Team Taylor, but I think that uh, Amira... Yes, first and foremost, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think she will do well in the challenge, I think, because she... She seemed really smart, and like I really liked watching mm -hmm. her when I did watch her on Big Brother. Um, but we'll see how she is, like, with in terms of the physical challenges because I don't know, like, maybe she's trained a lot for this, but like, I don't see her being like that strong. It sounds bad, but, like, I don't know how strong she is at yeah. those things, so we'll see how she does. But 
I don't know how far she would make it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, best of luck, Amira. This is your chance to really turn it around. I still think that she has a huge mountain to climb, even in the Big Brother Alliance. Like, she's very lucky that she's part of that family. Mm -hmm. But I do think she's at, like, literally the bottom rung. And I think that they would throw her in in a heartbeat. So hopefully she can make some alliances quickly. Honestly, Wes, this is your girl. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I, I could definitely see that. Um, I know she's very good friends with Alyssa Snyder from, from 24. Um, oh. I don't know other than that, though, because there, I mean, there's a couple of other, you know, Monty's there, but I don't know if they've maintained a, a relationship. I, 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 I just don't know. So it'll be interesting, you know, if she's kind of, even though she was an early exit, if she's still kind of in that circle, then then maybe they can kind of help her um, get past the first uh, the first few weeks there. Um, and then next we have another Alyssa, Alyssa Lopez from Big Brother 23, who is also on Challenge USA season one. Um, Alyssa may had some made a mark in season one of USA, <laughs> uh, going, uh, getting, trying to get revenge on the cookout and made it pretty far uh so what do we think her chances are here yeah i think she really did well in season one but i don't know if that's gonna continue to be the trend here for season two maybe the cast won't really like her i don't know or i don't know like i don't know overall like i feel like because she had angela in her back pocket last season like that really helped her go far like, i don't know if she didn't if she didn't have angela like i don't think she would have made it as far as she did yeah um but we'll see how she does this season. Yeah, I think she's good at like the social aspect of the game, but I agree she doesn't have that shield of Angela and Tyson anymore, and that's going to be tough coming into this season. Oh, yeah, I would have loved to see Tyson again. I know. I saw that when he wasn't on the list, I was like, oh, I want Tyson back. Yeah, I know. I agree. Money where your mouth is, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next, we have another challenge vet, uh, or legend, I guess as they're calling them, uh, two-time All-Star champion, John A. Mannion. Uh, Kenzie, what are your thoughts on John A.? So, justice for John A., I feel like she was horrible. Like, coming out fresh off of Real World Cancun, just had a horrible go at challenges. Like, just always on the bottom, always getting thrown in, always just having a rough time love her as a person but just challenges and her did not mesh and now she's having this challenge glow up and I know the source of her struggles it was all Zach yeah Every challenge she was on she was with Zach and Zach constantly put her down time and time again just completely defeated her confidence and I'm like oh my gosh I think literally the reason she's having this challenge glow up is not because she's a mom which I'm sure has helped but it's just because she doesn't have Zach. And so I love Zach, but like not her, him and Johnny together. Um, so excited for her and that she's having this moment. I agree with everything you said, except I don't love Zach. <laughs> hey, Zach, despite him as a person, has amazing sound bites. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I you know, we didn't see John A for so long. And then suddenly when All-Star, uh, All-Stars came up, uh, we've seen her a bunch. And um, yeah, I I really do think that she's great. Uh, we had, unfortunately, I think, was she 
did she get sick on the world championship? Is that why she was went home, or did she just lose the elimination? Ultimately, I can't remember, but she did have kind of an early exit there. But um, uh, yeah, I think that she has uh, a really good shot to do well this season. Oh, uh, I remember her partner Grant from Love Island, um, oh. Australia. He yeah. hurt himself, so then they had to go. Home. That's right. Okay, I thought it was kind of a, an abnormal. But they were really a power couple until that happened. So yeah, honestly, yeah. John A, you keep thriving. I'm honestly surprised this didn't make Zach come back to do challenges because I'm sure he's just like fuming that she's. <laughs> John A and Amanda on this season with Zach would have been, ooh, oh God. Uh, never forget Amanda and Zach putting themselves in on Final Reckoning. Uh, <laughs> uh, next we have Josh Martinez. Um, yeah, <laughs> from Big Brother 19 and um, many seasons of the challenge as well. Molly, uh, I know you haven't seen his challenge seasons, but from uh, what you remember of him on uh, Big Brother 19, which he won, what are your thoughts on Josh? I actually don't think I watched Big Brother 19 because oh. I don't remember his name. So and if, I, if he won, then I definitely didn't watch because <laughs> then I would have known that season. So I'm going to have to pass this off to Kenzie. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Josh, I think it's good he took a step back from challenges I think he needed to um I think it was like getting to be too much for him and you could just see him cracking under the pressure but naturally like what makes Josh is so great is that he is 100% authentic in everything that he does and like whether you like it or not that's the kind of person he is um he is by far a extremely obnoxious human but once again it's truly from his heart and that's what makes him so special and so great for reality tv I hope that his time away helps him thrive in this season I just literally this is how I see this going is him just going directly for Johnny and Wes and just making it an, another annoying crusade against them and I just really hope that doesn't happen I hope they can maybe come together and make something work I think it'll be interesting to see him and Polly together again. Since I didn't even think about that. Yeah, last season. Ooh, they. I think that was the season. I think where they had like a almost physical altercation. Um, cast list does not make sense. Why would you bring Polly back in this instance in this environment of this cast? I don't know, but uh, I, let's see it play out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but when he was like really sad that I heard, I think on the challenge podcast. The only reason why Josh wasn't on Rider Dies is because his Rider Die was supposed to be Davon, and Davon didn't couldn't get meant, uh, medically cleared. She had something wrong where she couldn't. She was going to do it, and the last minute had to pull out. And, oh, so, oh, I would have oh, loved, loved to see Davon back. Um, the next we have here Tiffany Mitchell from Big Brother Twenty Three and The Challenge USA One um i'm so excited to see tiffany again i think she got a raw deal on season one of challenge usa too early of an exit so thrilled she gets another shot here um molly your thoughts yeah i'm excited to see her again i think she also got out too early on season one so hopefully she makes it farther this season yeah early exit such a bummer i think she blends really well in this environment um so hoping for better and greener pastures um, next, we have Sebastian Noel from Survivor Ghost Island, 36. 
a little bit of a random choice, I feel like. Um, that that season was a few years old. Um, I honestly don't remember too much about him, unfortunately. But do either of y'all have any um, recollection, any thoughts? <laughs> no. I also don't even know, like, looking at the picture, I don't know if I even saw that season of Survivor. So I really don't have any opinions of him. He seems yeah. to be physically fit. I think that he could yeah. do well in the challenges. Seems like uh, he would be a, a a good competitor there. So that's all I can really say about him. Yeah. <laughs> but well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, well, someone we do have stuff to say about is Fessy. Fessy yeah, Shavat. Shavat. I don't even know that I know how to pronounce the last name. Um, from Big Brother Twenty and a couple se- few seasons of the challenge at this point. Um, Y'all's thoughts on Fessy being back here? I honestly am a little bit excited for a Fessy Amanda reunion because I yeah. know that didn't end up very well. And Michelle, wasn't that how Michelle and Amanda kind of uh, fell out? Was because Michelle was also kind of talking with Fessy? Yes, now that you mention it, that is going to be really fun. I can't wait to talk about <laughs> play out but I also like when I saw Fessy on the cast and like the whole like legends concept and him not being named a legend <laughs> like I wish I saw his face when that decision was made because I know his ego and his ego thinks he is the best person to ever compete on the challenge despite his many flaws and many um eliminations and non-challenge wins however like Fessy I just think of him on Big Brother when like the vote was happening and he just flipped. (laughs) Yeah, he's like never knew what was going on. And I feel like that's him in the chat. Like he's very delusional and like he thinks he's in on everything and he's so great and blah blah blah. But I've never really seen him be great at like literally anything. Um, so sorry, Fessy, you're not a legend. Um can't wait to watch you though. (laughs) Molly. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add pretty much everything that Kenzie said. Yeah, well, we call him fourth place Fessy for a reason. He always gets to the final and never gets anything but last place in the final. <laughs> um, next, we have Alyssa Snyder from Big Brother 24. Already able to talk a little bit about her in relation to Tyler. Um, but Molly, anything uh, else to add about Alyssa? Yeah, I'm interested to see how this showmance is going to, like, help or hurt her game overall. So, obviously, with Kyle, it kind of hurt her in the end, I would say. Um, But, yeah, so, I don't know. I, like, I want to like Alyssa more than I do, I think. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not her biggest fan, but I also don't hate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kenzie. Totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> agree I'm like also just like you don't need a showmance to get you there do it on yourself mm-hmm. yeah. I don't even know like you know I keep saying that that it's a showmance they might just kind of kiss once and it's over I, I have no idea right. um but we only saw one kiss in the trailer so um it's all I can go off of but um yeah Alyssa was someone on Big Brother who I always felt like had a shot to do something big like even though she never won anything 
but she was always kind of in the middle a little bit like you know because of her relationship with kyle she was in a little bit with the leftovers but then she was also in with the other side and i feel like she had such potential to play that middle ground so perfectly and get information from both sides but she just didn't use that to her advantage and so i feel like it's probably going to be the same thing here where she just kind of does whatever votes however you know her alliance tells her to vote and just kind of flies under the radar and makes it you know semi midway and then just once the first time she's in elimination loses so that's kind of how i picture her stay to be here but um who knows this could be her place to shine um another big brother 24 house guest coming on here is monty an incredibly ironic last name taylor (laughs) that i somehow never realized until the very end of that season um thoughts on monty molly i think he's gonna do well in the challenge just because of how strong he is and like i don't know like with his build i would say that he has more of an advantage in that realm um but i don't know like we'll see how he fits with like everyone else like i don't know because I don't think he and Alyssa were, like, all that close. So, like, I don't know with their relationship if that's going to do anything to the Big Brother group. Um, but overall, like, I think he'll be a good player. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll blend in. Yeah. Not, I don't think I have many more expectations for him. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I think he's be intimidating enough that he probably won't go into elimination super early but um yeah i agree um next we have chris underwood who was the winner of survivor 38 the infamous island of extinction season where he was really only in the game for about nine days maybe (laughs) and still won (laughs) um it'd be very interesting to see him play a normal season like this um I'm actually, this was, I think, a very smart pick on British's part because I'm very curious to see him. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. I think it'll be interesting to see him on an actual season throughout the season Uh, and not just come back at the end and win it. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I feel like he could do well. I don't really have much else to say. Kenzie, anything to add? I honestly don't even remember that season. It, it's all blur. <laughs> Survivor's been a blur. I think it's all I'm realizing. Yeah. But it was a little while ago, too. That was pre-pandemic, a whole lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember those days. <laughs> well, someone you do know is Corey Wharton, uh, our last challenge legend of the cast, um, originally from Real World Explosion and many, many seasons of the challenge since then. Um, what are your thoughts on, on Corey's chances here? I am really happy to see Corey back. I know that was a hard choice for him to say he was stepping away from challenges. I Did he say oh, that? He did. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think just cause his daughter was going through some mm. things with her heart condition, I think is what she has. I can't honestly remember, but I know that they've been doing like a lot family wise. And so, I am really happy to see him come back. I'm glad it was like a short-lived little moment. I hope that he can still squeeze in these types of things every once in a while. Um, 
with Corey. I hope he wins. I don't think he's going to. <laughs> Corey's just like a Nelson, um, a Leroy. Like you yeah. just love them and you want the best for them. But like, there's just something that doesn't add up and it doesn't make sense. And I just hope he aligns himself instead of tries to like go against the greater alliance. Like I hope he just falls into place and gets to the final and then really shines. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see him without Nelson. I don't know that we've seen him in a while without Nelson there. So it'll be interesting to see him play on his own here. Yeah. And it'll be better. <laughs> it'll be better without Nelson. <laughs> just, we don't need that. Yeah. Um, and then finally, our last cast member here is Desi Williams from Survivor 35 and last season of the Challenge USA. Molly. Your thoughts on Desi? Yeah, I liked Desi on the last season of the challenge. So I think that's gonna, I think she's had like, she was really strong and I was impressed by her physical abilities on the show and the challenge. So I'm excited to see how she is this season as well. I feel like now that she has one season under her belt, like she'll be even better this year. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, she got a really raw deal last season because she only left because Enzo quit, was her partner in the final. And and he just kind of couldn't do it and, and quit. And uh, I think Desi would have had a pretty good shot uh, with a different partner. So I'm excited to, to see her back now. Kenzie? Yeah, she had a great first season. I think she is one of those people who just naturally fit right in, um, didn't have a struggle making that transition into this new format and so I'm excited for her I don't really see any like Enzo's of this cast I think everyone will continue to fight and they're all in good physical condition so I think she should have a better shot this season yeah I agree um all right well that's the end of the cast list here so any other final thoughts predictions for the season uh before we we end up here i don't have anything really that much to predict at this point i feel like you just have to wait to see how it starts and then maybe more predictions will come but at this point i'm just excited to see everyone hopefully it exceeds our expectations expectations i feel like right now we're like okay this cast is cool but we're not like all obsessed with it so maybe it will be better than we expect yeah, definitely. I think it's a good group of people. I think they're all going to be very competitive with each other. Um, we'll just really see how it shakes out, especially with this new format and the way eliminations are handled. I think it'll save a lot of people who probably would have to go in first and foremost. And it's also going to put a lot of those vets who are used to skating by till the end um, at risk. And so I hope that this format does not get rid of my vets too soon, um, just because I obviously love watching them. And while I love new people, I don't love them that much yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I, it'll be interesting. I feel like we haven't seen a three-team format in a really long time. I guess it's maybe cutthroat. So I am excited for that. Yeah, I think that the more I look at this cast, I feel like there's a lot of potential for drama and um, so it's getting me more excited for it and we will see in just a few weeks. Um, so yeah, Kenzie, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We will definitely have you back for 
All Stars 4, season 39, who knows? We will uh, absolutely love to talk to you again for, for any show. Well, thanks for having me. Obviously, I can talk any show. Well, maybe not Survivor anymore, clearly. Um, <laughs> but Challenge is always my favorite. So anytime. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And we will chat with you all again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.